0: Welcome to the divine segment with Josephine Minor.
1: Ponao sahe muyangu Rafiki yangu wewe Katika safari yangu
0: Welcome to the Early Divine Segment with me, Josephine Minor. Now, today, this morning, I want us to look at a subject that is quite interesting and um, is worth talking about. Now, let's look at the topic, Divine Connections. Divine Connections. What are Divine Connections? Now, my dear listener, Divine Connections are connections that are orchestrated or ordered by the Lord. And we all want such relationships. Many of us pray for them. We certainly hear a lot of prophecies about them. Hopefully you and I, my dear listener, have found a few along your narrow path. Now divine connections are those God-breathed relationships that seemingly come out of nowhere and have a potential to radically impact your life. Such relationships are vital to walking in your prophetic destiny and to be sure that these relationships can be absolutely life-changing. Even if they are only seasonal in intensity, the reality is we need each other. God has not called us to walk alone. He will bring divine connections in our lives at strategic times. I am grateful for the many divine connections God has brought into my life. I've been blessed with Godly relationships that have strengthened me, opened doors for me, and imparted wisdom that would have otherwise taken me decades to glean. Divine connections, my dear listener, are scriptural and necessary to fulfilling your prophetic destiny. Part of your destiny is in someone else, and part of someone else's destiny is in you. Now let's look at the example of Moses and Joshua now Moses and Joshua in the Bible had a divine connection. Joshua sat outside the tent of meeting while Moses talked with God face to face. This is in the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 11. Moses handpicked him to mentor him for one of the greatest battles in all history, entering into the promised land. Also, we are looking at the relationship between Jonathan and David in the Bible. The two had a divine connection. David depended on Jonathan to help him escape Saul's murderous agenda. And that's in 1 Samuel chapter 20. Although I'm sure God could have found another way to preserve David's life, he chose to use Jonathan as David's divine connection for destiny. Elijah and Elisha had a divine connection. God told Elijah to anoint a prophet in his place. Elijah served his mentor faithfully as Joshua did to Moses and ended up receiving his mantle and that's found in the book of 2 Kings chapter 13. Elisha did twice as many miracles as Elijah, but that never would have happened without a divine connection between the two. Paul and Timothy had a divine connection and so did Ruth and Naomi. And the list goes on and on if we choose to look at various examples drawing them from the Bible. In this case, we see prophetic destiny arising from divine relationships. Joshua took the promised land baton from Moses. Samuel anointed David as king. Elisha grabbed Elijah's mantle. And Timothy carried on Paul's gospel mission. Ruth was the lineage of the Messiah. You can't make divine connections happen, but you can stay spiritually alert so you do not miss them. So how do we design divine connections, my dear listener? While we should depend on the Lord to show us everything we need to see, we can see clear fruit from divine connections. Divine connections are just that divine. They will bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit and show forth the heart of the Father in your life. Divine connections don't all look the same, but they do have a common denominator of helping you to see God's will come to pass in your life and at times accelerating that process. When you enter into a divine connection, it's a next-level relationship that fuels your vision, purpose, and specific assignment in any given season. A divine connection is with a person who can see parts of the bigger picture that you can't and offer solutions to problems you can't seem to wrap your head around. Paul wrote in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9, And we know in part and we prophesy in part. But a divine connection will bring a piece of the puzzle to your prophetic destiny. It will add wisdom to your life. In other words, God will use connections to pour out his divine wisdom liberally as we ask. That's found in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5. Again, my dear listener, a divine connection may not always be a close personal relationship. A divine connection can manifest in the form of an intercessor on whom God has laid a burden to pray. Although I often say I don't have enough intercession to adequately cover my ministry, God has in turn used divine connections, intercessors in my life at strategic times to blast through demonic opposition to bathing my next assignment. In this way, divine intercessors can clear the path to divine appointments and other divine connections. A divine connection can also connect you to resources you need to advance your prophetic destiny, whether that's money, information, or revelation. I've enjoyed divine connections in my walk with God. You know, divine connection prophets in my life who have given me a word in due season that explained things that I could not see. I've appreciated Divine Connections financiers who have helped me find various ministry projects. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He says that in the book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 10. He also says the silver is his and the gold is his. He is the all-knowing, all-seeing, and almighty and all-sufficient God. A Divine Connection, my dear listener, can be a friend who sticks closer than a brother. This divine friend will encourage you in the worst times and refuse to let you give up on what God has called you to do. They will lift your arms when you are weary. They will make sacrifices for you when necessary. They will stand up and fight with you and for you and get into agreement with you in prayer. A divine friend is someone you can trust with anything. They work in love and forgiveness with you even in your worst moments. It is important to note that a divine connection is different than a soul tie. You can have a soul tie with someone who is not your divine connection. In fact, you can have a soul tie with someone who hinders your prophetic destiny. A soul tie is when hearts are knitted together. And when hearts are knitted together in love, As Paul describes in the book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 2, it is a healthy manifestation of Christian family. By contrast, on the other hand, when hearts are knitted together through toxic emotions or sin, the connection is fleshly or even demonic. Likewise, you can have a divine connection with someone and not have a soul tie. Some of the strongest relationships develop when both spirit and soul are connected in the love of God. Jonathan and David had a divine connection and soul tie as the Bible says the heart of Jonathan was knitted to the heart of David in the book of Psalms 18 verse 1. Divine connections sometimes come under attack. You have to fight to hold on to some divine connections. And sometimes you have to fight to restore them. You can design a wounded relationship when people who are once open, you know, start to have a close to their spirit. They guard themselves. They restrict communication or become defensive and argumentative or sarcastic. You know, there are many ways divine relationships can be wounded, but it often comes down to corrupt communication which the Bible warns us against in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 29. Be careful how you listen and be careful about words which can break a spirit. That's in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15, verse 4. If you find that you've wounded a divine relationship or you feel wounded in a divine relationship, cry out to God for restoration. Ask God for his timing to have a restoration conversation and wisdom to navigate it. Pray that he will prepare your heart and the heart of others involved. Let go of anger and accusation and enter in it with a spirit of forgiveness, willing to forgive and start to ask for forgiveness. Be willing to yield and to show mercy. Express all your feeling without blaming and listen without interrupting. My dear listener, the topic about divine connections is such a wide topic, but tomorrow, same time, in our early morning divine segment, we will be revisiting this same topic as we learn more how to embrace divine connections. My dear listener, are you in a healthy divine connection? Are you? First of all, Begin by having a divine connection with Christ Jesus. Remember, he paid the price on the cross for you and I. Choose to have a divine relationship with Christ Jesus. And it's very easy. All you need to do is accept him as your Lord and Savior. It all begins there. It begins with the end in mind. It begins with Christ Jesus. And when you accept him, then he will lead your path to those divine orchestrated relationships that are in accordance to God's perfect will for your life. You know, divine connections that will be the door to your next breakthrough. I hope you've been blessed and inspired this morning to trust in God, for Him to bring along your way as you journey in the journey of destiny, that He will bring your way healthy, divine connections. We have come to the end of today's early morning segment. I will see you again tomorrow, same time, same place. Please be sure to keep a timeless radio for the rest of the programming. My name is Josephine Minor. I will see you again tomorrow. God bless you and keep you safe. Keep it timeless radio. Your timeless
1: companion. Teach me how to wait on just to make it to a place where I am not there, but when the noise is over, a still small voice you will hear. You Si cruzó te jamás